The contents of this show are for educational, informational, and entertainment purposes only. Any information on the show does not create a client-therapist relationship and should not be taken as professional advice. Before making any decisions regarding your health care, ask your personal physician or mental health care professional or call 911 for any emergencies. We are three friends exploring connection from the coffee shop to the podcast studio. I'm Amy. I'm Anna. I'm Erin. You want to get out of debt. I can help you get out of debt so fast. So get yourself hooked up with the Debt-Free Roadmap, and it will walk you through all the steps. I want to help you get to where you want to be. DebtFreeRoadmap.com. I mean, I would say that there was so much value in our conversation (laughs) with Katie Garces. Yes. And her whole thing about the health of mind-body spirit. Yeah. Yeah, totally. And what I really respect about her is her openness to exploration. Yeah. And then her ability to share it with others. Yeah. Yes. So, yeah. Yeah. I have been thinking nonstop about this idea of intuitive eating. Really? It is so completely foreign to every other thing I've ever done. Yeah. It's like okay, I'm going to be eating good or I'm going to be eating bad. Yeah. And this idea of intuitive eating where you actually listen to your body and if it's hungry and what it wants is so... Yes. It's crazy how foreign that is and also how sad that is. Yeah. Yeah. How sad that it's foreign. Yeah. Yes. Because like even just considering it since she mentioned it last week. Yeah. It's like I've been considering the idea, you know, just testing it out of like, what would it look like if, you know, and I did some research on Katie's site, katiegarsis.com, and just looking up intuitive eating and what are the, like, how does this work? What is this like? Mm-hmm. And the idea of foods not being good or bad, quote unquote, right, like, is so freeing. Yeah. Like, and... I was thinking, how have I not heard about this before? Because, like, I've always, you know, I'm all about, like, okay, I'm going to do this diet now. This mm-hmm. is going to be the one that's going to be the key. Mm-hmm. This is going to be the one that's not, like, a huge hassle or hard. Or This is going to be my true lifestyle change, right? But, yeah, I'm excited to talk about this today. Mm-hmm. All <laughs> right. So, before we get into it, yes. we've got an awesome review. Love these. Good. This one is called Girl Power. Hey. Five stars from Marvelous Ms. M. Oh, good Isn't that name. Great? Yeah. yeah. And quote, I really enjoyed listening to this new podcast. I felt like I was there with them taking part of the conversation. I actually laughed out loud while listening to them. I could relate to the topics they discussed. Awesome. Hey, Marvelous Ms. Thank you. Thank you. Keep them coming. Yeah. Love hearing from you. Okay, so intuitive eating. Anna, we know you have been... I'm fired up. You're fired thinking up. Thinking about this, you're fired <laughs> up. You want to just... So it sounds yeah. like you have done some online research mm-hmm. or what's been your... Like ever since you first learned about this from last week, what'd you find? Well, I mean, so I've been considering the idea of what this would look like in my life, right? And I started thinking... Why have I not heard about this or been, you know, aware of this idea 
mm-hmm. like ever. And what I came to realize is that I think that things come into our life when we're ready to hear them or ready to yes. look at them. So had I, I'm, mm. it might have p- crossed my path at some point, but there is no way I would have ever even considered it as a possibility if it meant that I might become fat. Yeah. Temporarily. No, it might happen. Yeah. Oh. Like, that's but, an option. Oh, okay. Like it, So with this intuitive I- eating idea is that you also accept your body for what it is. Uh. Say more about that. <laughs> yeah. So this is something that I wouldn't even have let myself consider in the past, which is why if I had heard of it, I wouldn't have knocked it off of any sort of possibility of trying it out. So the idea is that you essentially reject diet culture and there's there's this whole deprogramming piece that happens where you say foods, like I mentioned earlier, foods aren't good or bad. Mm-hmm. And all the rules about like, oh, I can't have carbs mm-hmm. or I can't eat sweets. Like those are thrown out. Like you listen to your body, you listen to its cues, and then you act accordingly. So that also incorporates the idea of accepting your body for what it is. Mm-hmm. And then the idea of this incorporating joyful movement. So like what Sadie yes, Lincoln talked about. that's what about. I was just thinking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like completely like accepting your body for what it is and nourishing it and giving it what it needs and listening to it. And it's like a complete rejection of diet culture. So when you were reading that, what was happening internally when you were reading this and you part of it feels good for you and part of it feels like, oh. Yeah, so it's kind of scary because, like, so when I was pregnant with my son, I gained 45 pounds. And that was when I was, like, when I first got pregnant, I was vegetarian. And I started eating meat because I was like, oh, gosh, my body is asking for it. So I feel like when I was pregnant, in a lot of ways, I let myself do this. I was like, what does my body need? What is my body asking for? And I feel like I was like off the rails, like I'm going to eat whatever I want. And that is such a scary place for me because as much as I want to accept my body for what it is, the reality is, is I have a super hard time with that. I have a history of eating disorders and, you know, of trying every single diet. So it's very scary to think like that I would, quote unquote, let myself go or be bad and like or eat whatever I want. Rules. Yeah. Like what would that look like? So part of me is like, oh my gosh, this is so freeing. Like the weight of having to always think, what the hell am I going to eat? Is this good? Is this bad? Oh my gosh, I feel so bad about eating this thing I shouldn't have. Yeah. Now I have to go work out. Oh, well, I don't want to so do much energy. It's, it's like the shame spiral. Yeah. Oh yeah. So much so, energy. So like just even trying this out of like, oh gosh, I want to have like freaking coffee cake for dinner. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. like that idea of like, oh, I, I guess I could, you know, yeah. or even like, like pita chips and hummus for breakfast. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's delicious. like, this is what I am wanting right now. This is what my body's asking for. It's a scary thing to consider. It's also incredibly liberating. Yeah. Because I'm like, wow, it really makes me realize how much time I have been thinking about this. Mm-hmm. And like I mentioned in the past episode of uh, the episode, Our Bodies, Our Fine Ass Selves, it's like this is something that I've been struggling with for so long mm-hmm. to like take that off of my plate, that obsession yeah. off, my, off my plate, no pun intended. Like it's so 
freeing. Can we talk about the 10 principles of it so people that were listening can kind of know where we are? Good, good, good. So, yeah. Yeah, so this is from intuitiveeating.org, and it's the 10... Can we say who created this? Yeah. So these are the original intuitive eating pros from their website, intuitiveeating.org. Mm-hmm. Evelyn Triboli, and it looks like she's got an MS and RDN and some other Letter. <laughs> letters <laughs> after yeah. her name. And then Elise Riche, and also a lot of letters after her name. So <laughs> they are very impressive. Yeah. I have yeah. no idea what those mean. Yeah. But there's yeah, a lot so of them. Yeah, so they started this. Yeah. And they have 10 principles. So they've got 10 principles of intuitive eating. Number one, reject the diet mentality. Number two, honor your hunger. Number three, make peace with food. Number four, challenge the food police. Number five, respect your fullness. Hmm. Number six, discover the satisfaction factor. Number seven, honor your feelings without using food. Number eight, respect your body. Number nine, exercise, feel the difference. Number 10, honor your health. And so when I hear those, it's interesting because I feel like this is where our society runs into issues because we are so mind over matter mm. and it's not necessarily in the way to wholeness or to healing is is to incorporate the body and the mind together and the spirit for that matter. Katie talked a lot about that as well. Right. And so when you're listening, like you can't honor, like challenge the food police unless you know what's happening internally. And then you can't discover a satisfaction factor or respect your fullness unless you're in touch with your body. And I think, Anna, to your point, like it's scary because we are not taught that if we like want chocolate chip cookies that since we deprive ourselves all the time then we're going to eat 10 of them but like Mm -hmm. fact is I think that and she was even talking about that if that you eat 10 cookies probably that's not going to make you feel very good and so it's like when I go hog jaws on (laughs) (laughs) ranch covered almonds no 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 well yeah that was bad news bears with ranch dip and ruffles potato chips Mm. it is I can't it's my kryptonite hog jaws honestly that sounds so good good, but I feel terrible yeah oh my god but I after the whole bag (laughs) <laughs> not quite the whole bag. My sister and my nephew share in them. I'm like, oh, look how much they ate. Yeah. <laughs> it's me. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, just testing this out this last week. Yeah. One of the ones that I've struggled with the most, I mean, apart from this whole idea, I've I've struggled with this, you know, deprogramming idea. But the uh, respect your fullness. Mm. That's really been very hard. And it's like. What's been hard about it? Well, so, like. For example, we went to a fast food place uh, that we don't usually eat fast food. And I was like, oh, I like ended up leaving like a quarter of my sandwich because I was like, well, I'm full. I'm going to stop, which was definitely different. Mm-hmm. Normally, I would be like, I'm just going to finish it because it's only a quarter of it left. Right. So that was very interesting to notice. And then the fries, these great waffle fries, like they... I knew if I saved them for later, they would not be nearly as good. No. Yeah. Yeah. Like they just reheat them. It's like, okay, well, I have to be okay with wasting this food and not enjoying it right now. And it was like, I noticed that kept coming up. It was like, 
it's not going to be as fresh or good la- as good later. Yeah. And so I, you need to eat it now? Is that what was yeah. going through your head? Yeah. Yeah. So and, it's hard to then respect the fullness. Yeah. And it was like, actually, I'm full, but I want to keep eating because I'm enjoying it for what it is. Mm-hmm. Another thing that came up is in doing research about this idea of this intuitive or mindful eating mm-hmm. is... I ran across someone had done a, have you heard of these like food journal logs? Like they write down like what they eat or what I ate in a day. So there was a twist on it from an intuitive eater and they had a why I ate what I did. <coughs> journal. Oh, yes. interesting. Up-level. Yeah, that is. An so up-level. you wouldn't write down what you ate at all, just why? No, you would. You'd oh, say you would. like okay. I ate cake for breakfast because I wanted to eat cake for breakfast <laughs> and I was hungry and I stopped when I had enough cake and then I had you know protein. I had two yeah. hard boiled eggs ten minutes later because I was hungry. Yeah, it's interesting because with. Uh, because I have to intuitively eat when I'm on these really long runs. Yeah. So a lot of it is sugar because it all goes through. And I get tired of eating because I have to eat so much while I'm running. Mm. And so, and on those runs, it's all straight sugar. So I can eat gummy bears. I can eat potato chips. Mm. I can eat whatever the things are because huh. you're out there for so long and yeah. your body needs this. But after I'm done, that is the last stuff that I want. Like no, like when I'm training, I generally don't want to eat sugar outside of when I'm, my runs are because... I get tired of it, Mm -hmm. which is, I think, like goes to this whole thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I think it's super interesting. My experience with it. So probably five years ago Uh or around then I was doing CrossFit and I was doing like I was just super active and really pushing my physical body. I think was that around when I first met you? Yeah, I think we first connected over CrossFit, and it was really? like, yeah. it was like you do, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was like what you did, CrossFit, yes. and it was like uh, I think we even had the conversation of like I love how intense it is. Totally, it's so it. intense. I miss the barbell. I do like, too. All the, that's what I think about the most. <gasps> yes, just barbell. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay, we need to go lift some heavy ass weight. All right, let's do it. Okay, can I so, be there for that? Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, you you could take us a video. Maybe Anna will throw in some twerking. Yeah, <laughs> twerking for you. For, for you, me. Aaron, Hopefully. I'll practice a little bit. Okay, so dream. anyway, so about five years ago, we I was into CrossFit, and I was really frustrated because for me, my relationship with my body and eating has been so tied to my goal number, mm-hmm. like yeah. my goal, <laughs> my weight goal. And I feel like... I have always felt like, oh, if I could get back to that old high school number, which is ridiculous. <laughs> but then it's also the two babies you had in high school. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was a, she didn't have two babies. No, I didn't. But that no. was just the, the never mind. Yep. Yeah. Like two babies later, yeah. you know, anyway, all kinds of stuff. But anyway, but I feel like that number has just been like, that's what's taken a ton of my energy. Mm -hmm, And then I also, I have tried everything out there, I feel like. So during this CrossFit time, I went and saw a nutritionist, no surprise, I've seen my fair share. And this one, I had like a three or five session package with her. And her whole thing was like, there is no more good or bad food. And I was like, what? And she said, no, like no more good or bad food. But with with that particular nutritionist, there wasn't the whole like 
the deeper level of intuitive, hmm. I feel like, t- tied in there. So mm. it was kind of like, nothing is good or bad. Just listen to what you want. And like, that was kind of, that was it. Mm-hmm. And then she gave me examples of healthy snacks and, you know, like all mm-hmm. this stuff and, you know, different plates. So it was more like traditional mm-hmm. nutrition where mm-hmm. it was like that picture of a plate and right. what should be filled up with percentages. Anyway, I went gangbusters <laughs> on that because I was like, sweet, eat what you yeah. want. And she was also like, with the amount that you're exercising, like you you kind of should be able to eat whatever you want. But so it's like for me, that's a green light. Yeah. To... Yeah. And so I but it I took it and I I ate whatever I wanted. And so it was like carb heavy, you know, sugar, just whatever. And I again, that number for me, it just like ballooned and I was mm-hmm. super bummed again. So mm-hmm. then I, I like swung my pendulum to the other side, you know, zero carb, paleo, blah, blah, blah. And I just feel like that's been that's been like the story of not only my type of eating, but also my number on the scale. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's super interesting to hear about intuitive eating with the idea that like, yeah, it's not food is not good or bad. Yep. But then to add on like how important that is, the the part of like, one, how do you listen to your body? Mm-hmm. Not only is it about what you want, but then it's like you have you need to respect fullness. You need to like or it's important to, you know, understand what satisfaction is i think there's a pro tip here Mm -hmm. is that someone once told me is that when you're eating and the moment that you take like some course after you've started eating and you take a breath Mm -hmm. that's generally when you're full Hmm. like when you notice like then that's usually when you're full like Mm -hmm. you're breathing the whole time but i mean like when you take like a deep breath yeah your first deep breath is generally like cut off point Yeah. Well, and also like the speed at which you eat your food has a big impact on like whether or not you can, you know, kind of respect your um, full factor or whatever. Or I think maybe the ease of that. Yeah. And also like paying attention to uh, not having distractions. That's one Mm, of the like recommendations is to like be very mindful when you're eating so that you can pay attention to those cues yeah Mm -hmm. well and i think about european culture and how you never see people like walking around with a coffee Mm -hmm. cup in their hand let alone like a burger or fries or like a meal yes you know (laughs) yeah but like in america obviously it's so common everybody's always on the run Mm -hmm. eating on the run drinking on the run like just like quick fast and it's so different in europe I think for me, what's been with all this stuff is the density of my food. Like, do I need to eat something heavier? So do I need to eat like a pasta or a rice or something heavier? Or do I need like salad or whatever based on how I'm feeling? And Mm. so that's intuitively that's helped me a lot recently. And you do not eat meat. Right. Yes. Right. I do not eat meat. So, because when I think of density, I think of meat is dense. Meat. Yeah. Yeah. But it's interesting to think. But like, I can eat like a Beyond Meat burger, which yeah. isn't super awesome for you. But like, if I need something like that, yeah. But generally, it's like heavier food. So, do I want to eat something like rice based, or or do I need like a soup, or yeah, do I need a salad of some sort? Yeah. 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 Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's a really interesting yeah. way of thinking. I also think about. I mean, I have done a ton of food journals, calorie counting, Mm -hmm. points counting. Mm -hmm. I mean, 
you name it, grams of protein yeah, counting. Yeah. It's just Macros. insane. Right. Yeah. 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 But then you think about this and it has, well, it's, it's a, not about counting it's like, at all. No. Yeah. It's like, that is the point. It's like, I, you know, throughout this research I've done on it, it's like, if you're manipulating what you're eating with the idea that the result will be you losing weight, then it turns into a diet. Mm. And so this idea of connection with it, with your intuition so that you can in turn connect to your body and have like a healthier relationship. Mm. Like that is so foreign and it makes me so sad. Like all the time I've like wasted all the mental energy. It's so much energy. It really is. It's crazy. And you know what it makes me think about? So, you know, I did the spending fast. I got out of close to 24,000 in debt. And so what I did with that is I stepped out of that cycle of obsessing about what I will or will not buy Mm. by saying these are the acceptable things. These are the not acceptable things by creating the wants and needs list. And with this, it's like, okay, I'm going to step out of this diet culture. You know, I'm stepping out of the cycle. I'm taking my power back. You're doing this right now. I'm saying I'm thinking about this. It's like very, Mm -hmm. very empowering to consider the idea of stepping out of the cycle of diet culture and like connecting to my intuition and what my body is telling me. And like, again, ever since, you know, Katie brought this up on the podcast, it's like I've been noticing how much of diet culture is around. Like, this is good. This is bad. Billions Uh, of dollars industry. It's crazy. It's It's all over Instagram. It's like... I've said before on the podcast that my body is like it's everything else has kind of taken priority with my like therapy and things I've worked Mm -hmm. on. And it's like to get to the point in my life where this is the thing I'm focusing on right Mm -hmm. now. It's like so much like realizing how much of my self-worth is tied to my body image and my weight Mm -hmm. and then to automate and then to like with this idea say, you know, what, I'm going to step out of that cycle. Rebel. (laughs) <laughs> totally mm-hmm. I'm like ooh, ooh that's a challenge the that's rebel. a challenge challenge for the rebel yeah mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. but it's it's wild to just be like wow I can get my mental space back uh-huh. yeah. I think that's why I like to do plant-based eating because yeah dairy doesn't always feel super great in my body I don't really like meat yeah and so within that those parameters which is a lot of food yeah. like then I can just kind of eat what I want within that. And it's, yeah. and I feel a lot of like freedom. Like, what do I want? Do I want spinach yeah. or do I want some sort of like potato? Something, yeah. Well, yeah. potato. Yeah. yeah well, I always want potatoes. Yeah. <laughs> I love potatoes so yeah. much. I can't. Oh, oh so good. Mm. They're super yeah. versatile too. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, man. So good. I need to make you these. Nora cooks vegan. She's this lady that I follow and she has this scallop potato recipe. Oh, yeah. yeah. You uh, told me about this. Oh, my this. God. Oh. I need to make it for you, too. Mm. And there's this chickpea meatloaf. Well, you know, quote, meatloaf. Yeah. And it is so good. And I'm going to have you all Yum. over that. And I will take you up yeah. on that. Mm-hmm. When, when are we coming over? Well, I know. Whenever you want. <laughs> So here's something I find interesting. In the last few months for me, I have lost a significant amount of weight, probably a little like too much too fast, but that just has to do with a high stress time in my life. And it's been interesting for me to think about, though, in terms of, I mean, I also have spent so much energy on food and mm-hmm. diet and eating and feeding my family and da 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 you know i mean it just goes on and on and on and it's interesting because food has completely taken a back seat yeah and for me and like i haven't even you know nothing 
Like, I really haven't even thought about it. Uh But at the same time, I honestly feel, I mean, I I feel lighter, you know, just like physically. But I don't know how much I weigh right now. I haven't stepped on a, Mm -hmm. I've only stepped on my numberless scale, which I love. Thank you, Shapa. But I don't really know, like, I just haven't put energy at all into food. What's that been like? Because before you, before all that happened, you were like sugar was the thing. Exactly. I was like, like, I mean, at one point I was like texting you because I was trying to do like no sugar challenge. No sugar, that would be the check-in daily every night. Yeah, and I would check in. How we do? I haven't heard from her for a while. Hey. 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 Weren't we supposed to be doing some check-in thing? Yes. This is like the story of my life, you know? It's like, but I, it's completely taken a backseat. Well, I remember you saying something about, just recently, about like nachos and how or like pizza and like how it used to be yeah. like such a bad thing like ooh yeah. yeah are we gonna do this or not yeah like, uh-huh. yeah and, and then, I also have like my fair share of like digestive mm-hmm. yeah you know just yeah upsets or issues or whatever and I feel like it's been very interesting because like I haven't thought at all about food I'm eating right. whatever I want but I'm really like not thinking about it so I'm not like wanting a lot of food (laughs) and I also have not had any rules like nothing is yes or no it's just been like what's in front of me what's available Mm -hmm. am I able to eat it or not right now like Mm -hmm. able meaning like do I feel like I can handle it Yeah. yeah, yeah like put and so it's very it's been a little bit of like a ah yeah because now here I am and I feel, I actually feel really good in my body. Right. Great. Yeah. Yeah. Well, not as strong as I have right. been in the past, but. And like, what has people's response to you been? Has, has that like affected how you think about yourself at all or throughout this experience? Because at one point you mentioned like different people's responses yeah. to the yeah. change. Because it was pretty drastic. Yeah, yeah. And I I think I've gotten a lot of different. Like, a lot of people will be like, whoa, you know, you look amazing or whatever. Mm -hmm. Because I think, like, the positivity of, like, just that inherent cultural thing. Yes. But it's also very interesting to me because a lot of people know that I have been in a high-stress time of life. Mm -hmm. And so... In my mind, I've been worried about the loss because I'm like, oh, shit, you know, that's an indication of like how freaking stressed Mm -hmm. I am. But at the same time, then I get all this like positive feedback. Mm -hmm. I was listen, I uh, read this article one time and this woman was talking about the same type of thing, but she was going through cancer treatment. Yes. So she lost a ton of weight. So she went on vacation somewhere and all these people were commenting on what she physically looked like Mm because she had dropped a ton of weight in a short period of time. And so she was talking about commenting on like, I'm, people are telling me I look super good. Yeah. But for her, it was like, she's, Sick. In the middle of cancer yes. treatment. And she yeah. was like, isn't that interesting that this is what yeah. people value? Yeah. And so, yeah. Well, it and was also that connection between thinness and healthiness, yes. which yes. is completely not, not true. Exactly. Yes. It's like, exactly. And the idea that someone who is a little heavier might be way healthier than someone yes. who's skinny, but people don't even consider that. If someone's a skinny fat person, whether yeah. like blood profiles or cholesterol is not awesome. 
but they're mm-hmm. thin, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, or it's yeah. Not, like not even on the That's radar. That's all so fascinating. It's fascinating. Yeah. It's yeah. so so like even thinking about that connection of weight and and health. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like here I am, like so high stress, and yet I'm thin. So and people are like, what? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. But, and, but yeah. And hopefully this is okay to say. Obviously, we can edit it out. But like you had the reaction. I remember you saying at one point someone said you're too skinny. Like this yeah. is not what you're doing right now is not working. Yes. It's not healthy. Yes. So that was like an interesting take on like. Mm-hmm. One person I remember you yeah. relaying, like saying, like this is not yeah a healthy situation. And I would say the people, you know, like my there are a few people, and definitely the people who like family, you know, they it's been like nope, like you know yeah. you it is important for you to eat more. Mm-hmm. You need to eat more. And friends who mm-hmm. like know closer detail or whatever Mm -hmm. you know but yeah it's just been very interesting I also think like one person they you know it's not been like hey you know you're too thin now like you need to give yourself calories so that you can Mm -hmm. keep going here or you know whatever not that it's like deathly but well it's like that idea of nourishment yes like literally nourishing your body and giving it the fuel so that you can do what you need to do and to right. be uh, showing up in the world in the, yeah. the way that you need to. Yeah. But so one person was like, gave a very, it was just like two smoothies a day or like, you know, just try Just that's the goal, you know, or Pop maybe peanut butter like, in there. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Right. So it wasn't like you need to have your three meals a day right. and they need to be balanced well, and, and right. very little carb. What's you so know, great which about is where that I usually is like go. meeting you where you're at and exactly. saying like, okay, Let's just make this the bare minimum. Yeah. Like, make this the goal. Yes. <laughs> of like, mm-hmm. yes. get some nourishment in you. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it doesn't have to be some crazy freaking diet yeah. that I'm like doing my food journal and yeah. I'm having accountability every day or, you know uh-huh. what I mean? It's just, uh-huh. it's, yeah. What's well, interesting, the, the thinness and the healthy stuff, like with that whole thing, because that, you guys know the story of when this person commented and like, I think I had some sort of dress on and <laughs> I had a pooch in the dress and the woman asked me if I was pregnant. Oh. And this is when I was like two yeah, months out of my 100K. Yeah, they heard all about the story. Oh, and well, I, was, I, I was have my su- own experience you know, with And her. I was super, super pissed. But yeah. then I was like, I could literally put you on my back and run up the side of a hill. <laughs> yeah. And so yeah. like you're still- A hill, a mountain. Yeah, a mountain. And yeah. so it's just, it's super interesting like that whole perception yes. because like I feel good in my body but like it's not like I'm small but it's not like I'm like huge or large like right. you know but like I am like a solid person and yeah. so it's just it's just really interesting people's perception yeah. of that. so so I yeah I just think the whole connection with weight and health definitely interesting and what about that whole idea with like how we tap into the intuitive and being still or well can I say one more thing about the intuitive eating two more things about the intuitive eating thing so one more thing uh, two more things about the intuitive eating is this first part of like doing the research and figuring out what it's all about is this idea of the deprogramming like deprogramming all this language I mean I remember my mom like having a a candy and like portioning it out like she was like the Pied Piper and we're at her feet like more candy more candy yeah, please please yeah, oh yeah. and it was such a joyous like a chocolate and yes. like we never had sweets in the house and it was such a thing and like the language she used around food I internalized and 
took that on. And now it's like a deprogramming. And, you know, I'm not saying it's right or wrong. I'm just saying that's the way it was. Mm -hmm. And now thinking about having a son and how I talk to him about food and, you know, like, let's eat the healthy food first, you know, and not trying to stigmatize it or make it such a big deal. And it's such a different way to consider the idea of food and how we relate that message of what this is mm-hmm. to other people and then they carry it on and learn that mm-hmm. as uh, how they relate to food. It's such a huge part of our existence as humans. And mm-hmm. then I noticed too throughout this week, this has been a big food week for uh, me, yeah. the idea of the scarcity versus abundance. So mm-hmm. it goes yeah. back to, you know, yes, I used to, in between each of my diets, it would be like, oh, I'm off the rails. I'm going to indulge in this bad food. And right. then it's like, then I go hog, hog jaw mm-hmm. on it. And, <laughs> you know, is that hog term? Term? <laughs> <laughs> oh it's like the perfect <laughs> like, Yeah. So I go oh, like hog yeah. jaw on everything. <laughs> And I used to say to my family, fat girl needs to eat. <laughs> <laughs> what a girl, fat girl needs to eat. Yeah. Let's say, go ahead. Get out of the Keep way. Going. We're going hog jaw here. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Hog what jaw. was I saying? Something about a hog jaws. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like in between the, uh, like being good. Yeah, These yeah, yeah. bookends of being good oh, and like sure. going hog jaw in between. Yeah. Eating all the things. So it's like the scarcity versus the abundance thing. And so like what this intuitive eating, you know, what I've been finding out is this idea of after a couple weeks of, you know, letting yourself go hog jaw mm-hmm. and whatever the hell you mm-hmm. want, basically, yeah. and starting this process of deprogramming that the you start to realize, like, no one's going to take this food away. Yeah. Right. I can have just the amount I need. Yeah. Not too much, not too little, so that I feel full. I don't feel sick. I don't feel bloated. It's right. gonna, I'm going to have enough nourishment. I'm going to have yeah. the food that feels good in my body and that I want and not feel like it's going to leave or that I'm going to start the next diet. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's, go ahead. No, it's just, so I'm going to go back to training. But with that, like whenever I'm training and I and have done like series of long runs, like I'll eat a Chipotle burrito like after it and I'll be full for like two or three hours. But, <laughs> but, but two or three no, days. No, but, if, but when <laughs> yeah. I'm not training and I that thing will make me like if I eat that for lunch, I will be full to the entire uh-huh. next yeah. day and I get so full. And so like that is just... I think when I'm running, it like helps me to feel like figure out how to intuitively eat because yeah. like I'll You're get so, so your body. hungry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, 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 yeah. But just as I said. Yeah. I think there's a whole bunch of things in the last few episodes or I don't know, this season that I think really tie in. It's like the, you know, bar three practice of going to exercise not to change your body, Mm -hmm. but just to accept and love your body. And then how that ties into intuitive eating Mm -hmm. and how it's like, this isn't about like changing our bodies to get to that number Mm -hmm. or count those calories. This is about listening to your body and understanding its needs and respecting those needs and ultimately accepting the body. Yeah. Well, and like there's such a kindness in that approach. Compassionate, yeah. Yeah. Like, that's what I can't get over with, like, you know, with talking to Sadie and talking with Katie and like the connection to body and the connection to food and Mm -hmm. like that gut feeling of like your body and being okay with it. And how do we get to that place mentally? It's like such a kind way 
to approach it. And yeah, I was thinking about a conversation that I had with someone close to me. And, you know, we have very different views on the world. And she was saying, well, what would what do you mean? You just accept everyone for the way they are? And I was like, well, yeah, like what's you can't control it alternative? Well, right. if, well, if there's no rules, then everything goes crazy. And so there's that fear of like, if I don't constrain it, if I don't contain it, it's going to be balls out like no option but for things to go Right. Yeah, yeah. Like the the option is we either put rules on it and constrain it and make it try to force it into this box or we accept it and then what? Right. Mm. And, and so in and terms that, of the body and eating with yeah, that, it's, it's so very similar. The idea of like what would happen like there's a fear of like if I accept my body just the way it is, mm-hmm. the result of that and what that means. I'm really fired up about this. No, you are. It's going. good. Yeah. Is yeah. that I might have a body that has traditionally been something that might end up being something that I would traditionally view as not acceptable. But this is exactly so. So this is what you're like the theme of the underlying theme or what we're you're talking about is like this is what gets people to like these are the the people that I work with to get people to the next level. Like everyone thinks that you, we need that critical voice yes, to like yes, get us there yes. and to like be, like belittle us and berate us. And that's the thing that like and that's how that I got goes? so successful. It doesn't it doesn't yeah. work. And so like w- we have to like befriend that part of us. But then how how do we accept all of the parts? And then uh, ultimately like the self love part that we keep on talking yes. about is the thing that like allows you to do that. So you're in a place where you can. Mm be like self-loving and like, hey, I'm finally ready to look at this Mm -hmm. intuitive eating and like, what is this about? Because you've talked several times about like that your body and food is like the last frontier of -hmm. of the things that you need to explore within your healing. Yeah. And so Mm. this is like, so it sounds like that you're shedding like this critical voice and what would it look like? And it is terrifying Mm -hmm. like for everybody. I had to go through this process of like, uh, if I let this go, like how how am I going to get things done or how am I going to accomplish things? And Actually, when I have like checked that voice, like been really curious about this critical part, then I've gotten so much more done because I'm Mm. way and I'm way happier and joyful doing it. Not that I'm perfect at it, but like it's an entirely different experience in the world. But it is scary, like to like let go of that. Well, to be like, what? We don't have any rules. Yes. I just accept myself. Yeah. Yeah. What? You yeah. mean I'm not like constantly trying to change myself yes. and fix myself? Yeah, like and, I don't yeah. hate my body. Look my look different. Yeah, but you know what is also interesting. This has been a very big week. I know. Dang. Holy cow! Oh, oh boy. Hey, high fives for self growth uh, and reflection. Okay, let it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. Oh, did you what hear that? that? Did that you good? hear that? Did what? you hear that? Okay. Anna and I, as a side, I've been trying to teach Anna how to do the perfect high five. And to Amy's eyes. To Amy hates it <laughs> so much. so much time. It's a time <laughs> suck. The stupid <laughs> high fiving. That's right. Oh Coordination. We're trying. We're trying. We're trying. I'm working on my coordination. We're going to put a video okay. on that. So here's one other thing. Anna, oh, finish your thought. What was I saying? <laughs> well, that's a good question before we got into the high fives. <laughs> Go. 
What was it? You said two things. You were on the second one. You were one. saying it's a really big week. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so I've had this fear of like, I'm just going to go, you know, hog jaw on like a lot of pizza and ice I love cream. That you've adopted the hog jaw. So oh, oh, so focus. Hard. Oh, so, so, so hard. So it's like donuts, pizza, ice cream, all the things that I love, right? And like, sh- like I wish those were health foods. Unfortunately, they're not, right? Never. So like, nobody said. But you <laughs> don't need to eat a lot. Yeah. of them right yeah but go on but like you know i found myself craving brussels sprouts yeah so yes. i like roasted those motherfuckers yes put some oil salt they were so good so good and that, i love that yeah yes. so like i was like my body wants some brussels sprouts yeah okay. here you get some brussels sprouts body and I think it was great. That's and I was right. like, yeah, I felt hopeful. Yeah. yeah, very. I think the thing that is also interesting, I think it was Richard Rohr was brought up with the non-dualistic oh, thing, I love me which some seems Rohr. to also be another theme of this whole thing where like there can be duality. You can have the pizza one day and mm-hmm. Brussels sprouts the next day or yeah. the same day or the same or day. the same, same meal. meal. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Amy, let's talk about your irritation with us right now. We need to address that because that is very much in the room. We're so annoyed with us right now. Uh I just feel like we're trying to go. No, we're good. It's the high fiving, right? It's all the high fiving is getting on edge. I love you. Such a thing went so bad. It did go terribly <laughs> south. So like an hour of high five training is too much for Amy. <laughs> high five training. Uh, Richard Rohr. And now here we are talking about high fiving yeah. again. Okay. <laughs> Richard Rohr. I think it's very interesting in yeah. this whole idea uh. of acceptance and you know intuitiveness and accepting your body, yeah. and then also the dualistic or you know having. The and. Yes. If we could have Richard Rohr on this podcast for next season, I would be... Oh, that would, How about be, when we do have him. When we do have Oh, him. yeah. Yes. Oh, I, yeah. He's so good. Speaking do you want a high five? Yes. yes. I do. Uh, no! <laughs> <laughs> We're both like, yes. Aaron, high five. This is good. <laughs> That was a bad one. Okay, okay, focus. Poor Amy. All right. Oh, 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 come oh, on. Oh, oh, stop. Yeah, stop, stop, stop no. that right now. Okay. So, we felt, we felt really bad for you having to endure this high five I did not feel bad at all. No, I'll tell you that much. Uh, that was sarcasm. I did not feel bad that at all. That was sarcasm. All right, yeah. Sarcasm? Sarcasm. Sarcast? With an Sarcasm. Okay. <laughs> Whoop. Whoop. Thank you. Okay, okay. so... <laughs> You're All on right. my on my show. So I think challenge for the week. What do y'all say? I think that's. Can we talk about the stillness and quiet? Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. Yes, go for it. <laughs> right. So the stillness and being quiet. Right. <laughs> yes. Because that's how you get in touch with your intuitive parts of you and mm-hmm. into your body. So I'm curious about how you all do that. Well, how do you stop that? Because I don't think stillness necessarily. I was on a training weekend in the desert this past weekend. And so we were talking about on the run, like you need to be still to like physically still to be in stillness. Mm. And really, I think it's just when you can, the outside's noise is calmed down. Mm-hmm. And so I'm cu- just curious about what your thoughts about that. Yeah. So I can't help but think about meditation with this, uh-huh. obviously. Yeah. So I have, I am such, you know, along with my ambitious back sleeping wannabe, I am a very <laughs> ambitious meditator wannabe i have Mm. downloaded literally every single app 
I have such high standards for myself on what meditation means and what that looks like and what, does what it mean? counts as meditation. What does it mean? So that would mean dedicated time. This is uh-huh. in my very in Anna's world high standards for meditation yeah. of like dedicated time where I'm only focusing on meditating and doing it very well and not distracted and what's the whole thing with it huh to embrace the distraction because well what, I know that's what your brain's supposed to do uh, well yeah so this is what I'm saying like for it to count so what do you do well to be still so so <laughs> much that's good that's focus. Okay. This is that's a good, a good focus, question. Amy. That's honest. Yeah, yeah. like I try, yeah. but I and this is the thing. I've been trying to broaden my definition of yeah. what meditation means, yeah. honestly. So it's like, okay, I can take five deep breaths and I'm gonna say yeah. that counts. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's this whole idea of it counting yeah. as meditation. Like because yeah. it's like, oh, meditation is so good. I have to do it this way. Yeah. I it has to look this certain way, but like for me, we all have busy lives, but if I can just say, I'm going to just be present and do five deep breaths or even three deep breaths or or one, yeah, or, you know, I really like that idea or the idea of going out in nature is something yeah. I really yeah. like and walking and this idea yeah. of a walking meditation. But like for me, like sitting down and making it something I have to do just it is not working. It doesn't work. And like when I try to attempt to do that. I fail. I wonder what it would be like if you apply the intuitive eating to your meditation principles. Damn, y'all. All All day. Damn, y'all. You get a high five. Just let it go. (laughs) (laughs) Just let it go. Or like don't have so Hmm. many rules around it. That's a, yeah, so tell me more about that. Well, which is fascinating (laughs) that you have rules around all these things when we do the four tendencies and you're a rebel. Mm -hmm. And that's like no internal and external expectations. And then when you set all these expectations Mm -hmm. up, and that's not naturally how your system functions. Interesting. Yeah. Says the therapist. Yeah. (laughs) Got to take that one into consideration for real. I'm going to have to think about that one. So lately, I've been walking my dog and trying to really walk with like one, two, one, two. So I count my steps, which is something that's like not abnormal. I had that like habit in the past of just like counting how many steps, especially when I run. Hmm. Like just I just count, count the steps. But when I've been walking the dog and like my therapist has said bilateral movement is so good. And maybe you can speak more to that. That's like that EMDR stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So Anna spoke to it. (laughs) <laughs> EMDR bilateral yeah. basically moving like one side of your body and then another yeah right or yeah. somehow having contact yes. with one side of your body and then another yep. and that does something to your yes. thought patterns uh, or... it just desensitizes it kind of moves the stuff through okay yeah yeah so so I've just been doing that so walking and one two one two that's yeah. one thing I've been right. doing the other thing is which is interesting because when in a lot of meditations they have you like breathe in on the one and yes. exhale mm. on the two and breathe in on the one yeah. and exhale on so the two. I always have an issue with any kind of meditation around how to breathe yes. or like the count you know inhale one two three exhale I fixate so much on the counting and then I end up my breath is completely mm-hmm. off like yeah. I'll be like oh shit I gotta hold it longer you know and it's so for me I was walking with someone and we were talking about that and they were they were like you know they talk talk about 
breathing in for four and I'm really a three breath kind yeah. of guy. So that's, that's, so, that's me. That's it's what like, I do. I don't do that anymore. Yeah. Like I whenever I'm hyperventilating when I do, I'm like, <gasps> yeah, you don't want to do that. That's yeah. not good no. for meditation. No. <laughs> so that's one thing, the walking and counting my steps. The other thing is I got this journal in this Juju Be Gone package yeah. and it's the I am journal. Oh, I was wondering it's where you got that. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. And it's guided journaling. Oh, really. Cool. But it focuses on what your burning desire is, what your feelings are when yeah. you have it. And then everything is in the present tense. So like, mm. I am strong. I am financially well off. Whatever your goals are or whatever you want in your life, you write your affirmation, basically. Mm -hmm. And then you do it in the morning and at night. And so far gotta say I'm not super far along but I am doing it and it's helping because I think for me like there's so much internally that I want to feel or that like where I want to be mm. and I'm just getting through stuff right now so I just to have that like beacon of light to focus yeah. has been really helpful awesome. the other thing is at night I would say probably five out of seven nights a week I listen to Budify. Oh, okay. So and it's that's a, an app, right? It's an app. It's a guided meditation, and I listen to it as I fall asleep. Great. And I damn, love you're it. healthy. Like <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> super healthy. No, no. I mean, I am not. I say perfect, that jokingly, but I am, I am just. I'm for real. I I'm think not, that. but I really feel like it's not. I. It's like there's no perfection ever. Yeah. Right. So these are things that like I actually really need to do because if I don't, I will not be in a good place. Mm -hmm. So it's it's some of these things I am seeing in my own life today that they are making a tremendous impact. Yeah, that's so cool. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's a gift. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? How do you be still? You said running. Well, running in the woods, but I will listen, not listen to anything in my <laughs> You're ear still holes. by <laughs> moving. <laughs> yeah, but I'm still moving, right? Mm -hmm. But then I also will just sit in. The first thing I do when I wake up is just drink a cup of coffee and just kind of like, mm. like let the day come in. I'll also I'll meditate and that helps a, a lot. And then when I do yoga, that helps to like get into just get me into my body. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I'll realize I've been going so quickly and then I'll go to a yoga class and then I'm like, oh my God, I feel like a baby giraffe. Like, I, like <laughs> yeah. I'm being born, like I can finally <laughs> yeah. feel my arms and legs, which is crazy. But mostly like we, when I was going on this camping trip, we cooked all the food. Well, I cooked all the food beforehand and I didn't, and I was cooking for like three or four hours and I did not listen to anything the entire time. Uh. And I, it was just like a good like wash for my system. Mm -hmm when you just need a break from outside yeah. stuff, which is, I think we get assaulted on the daily Yeah, uh, with that. But it's uh, when I can do these practices more often, then it's just like, it just opens up yeah. whatever. Well, yeah. and I mean, just what we've been talking about, it reminds me of what Sadie said about the constant remembering. Mm -hmm. It's yes. like, it's so easy to forget. Yes. And then it's like, yeah. oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was so yeah. helpful. And yeah. I know when, I, when I'm running, actually, this is going to make me such like a weirdo, but I'm going to go with it right now. <laughs> you go with Sometimes it. I'm running and it'll be really early in the mornings. And so I'll see these deer yeah. and then I can tell how peaceful. I don't know if it's actually happening, but this is what I like to tell myself. Yeah. And I can tell how peaceful I am if they just like look up oh, and yeah. let me go along the way. Oh. Yeah, like, they don't run of, away. Yes. Wow. Where, where I'm like, oh, 
okay. I'm like, they're like, I'm a, bitch, I'm, I'm out. A, <laughs> you're uh-uh. a little bit creepy today. Yeah, no, but they, when I can like, when That's I can cool. like move past them without them running away, then I'm like, okay, so all nice. right, okay. Yeah. yeah. So you are one, you right. are a deer. That's yeah. right. Yep. Bambi and I. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. That is okay. awesome. Well, one thing I do have to say yeah. is that there are definitely like Don Dapani says like, you know, Everywhere we are hearing about meditation, you can meditate anywhere. You can meditate when you're gardening. His take on that is like, no. You can be mindful. Well, yeah. Uh, yeah, But even that, like he might have, I don't know. But his whole thing is like, meditation is sitting down, closing Mm. your eyes, and being still. I've heard that as well. Yeah. Yeah. So I think it's interesting to Mm. like think about mindful versus Mm -hmm. meditation. This, at some point, which we don't have time today. Do you want to say what this is? I'm getting there. Oh, okay. Right. So I want to talk about the Enneagram because <laughs> it's super interesting because that's come up repetedly. It has. And have you two done it? Yeah. I know. Okay. So, I haven't. Yeah. I'm a three, I think. Yeah, so wait, sure. so the Enneagram. Yeah. When did this become a thing? Oh, uh, it's real old. I don't know the history. Okay. It, but it's like, I don't want to say thousands, but it could be or hundreds at least. Because it is, I feel like because it's most so of our informative. guests. Okay. It's so informative. I have books on it. But anyway, so okay. we should do some sort of follow up, follow up on that yeah. because it's fascinating just how it, it's just interesting. Yeah. So mine's yeah. a, I keep getting three, nine and seven in different orders. I'm a seven. So we should, let's table it maybe yeah, table and we can like then, put it yeah. on, we can talk yes. about it more yeah, and then totally. I should probably do yeah. it. I yeah, guess. yeah, you should do okay. it. Okay. Yeah. I'll give you the books. Okay, cool. Oh yeah, I'd like to read about yeah. it. Yeah, I have books at home. Awesome. Cool. So okay. you know what we didn't, did not talk about yet? What? The question that we asked Katie. What was the question we asked Katie? Did we answer that during her episode? What was it? To kidnap you. What would need to be written on the white van oh, to yeah. kidnap you? Oh yeah. Uh, Gosh, that's a tough question. What would have to be written on the white on the van? What do you think, Anna? What she would be written on your white that was van? Good idea. Donuts. Oh. I donuts. love me some pastries. Donuts. You'd be done. <laughs> Hashtag van life. <laughs> I would get in there in a second. Maybe or, or maybe like coffee butter, or like better selling well, coffee. That's what she said. Ooh, coffee. Oh, yeah. really? Oh, yeah. like oh. buttercream cake. Buttercream ice frosting and cake. Your eyes just lit up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. <laughs> buttercream. <laughs> I love me some buttercream. Uh, Christmas morning when you still believe in Santa. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Aaron, anything uh, to get in that van? Um, Garmin watch. Yeah. <laughs> Free Garmin watches. I'm in. There you go. Yeah, that's right. All right. So do we have any nuggets for the week? Um, I think uh, pay attention to your body or, or your food rules. Yeah. Sure. Or like good food, bad food. Yeah. Like your notice what you're telling yourself about foods. Yeah. Yeah. And it's how intuitive, you guys like that? How intuitive like you are when you're eating. Is yeah. That, like just with those principles. I think it's fascinating. Yeah. yeah. We'll trying post to them like, in the show notes. Yeah. All like trying right. to like get that connection of your body and your food. All right, right, everybody. Let's land this plane. <laughs> land land the plane. Yeah. Here it comes. All right. Have a good one. Bye. Bye. We have a great new way for you to support the show. If you love what we're doing, go hit up the Less Alone podcast swag shop. We got so much awesome stuff. All the proceeds go to supporting the show so we can create more awesome content for you. So what stuff did you guys get? I got the black sweatshirt and the green trucker hat. I got a white hoodie and a coffee cup. Oh, yeah. I got the hat 
and a shirt. It's so cute. So go there, lessalonepodcast.com, hit swag shop and get yourself hooked up. Take a picture and tag us on Instagram or any other social media and we'll, uh, we'll repost it. Yeah. Thanks for listening. You can find more about this episode and a way to connect to the community at lessalonepodcast.com. And if you like us, don't forget to subscribe and be sure to leave a review. It helps other people find us and could be just what they need.